FCAA show after the Lehman Showman for April 5th, 2023. How's it going? How goes it? Well, 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 you might be wondering what the hell's the difference between the arraignment and the indictment and the arrest. Well, arrest is like if you're literally ar- arrested, taken into custody for a potential crime. You know, innocent until proven guilty. And then the indictment is like, hey, you're indicted of the whatever crimes. Arraignment is when you are read, the judge will read the crimes that you are indicted for. So, in this case, for Donald Trump, he flew in from Florida, his home, Marilago, into New York City, where he's been New York State, the state attorney general charged him, yada, 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 uh, for, you know, all these charges, Stormy Daniels, Hush Money, which really, in fact, I don't know why media is not clarifying this. They just keep calling it Hush Money. Well, the Hush Money, if I follow correctly, is... Uh, misreported, misrepresented in tax report and all the election spending and yada, yada, yada. So it really essentially is a financial crime that he has committed. Allegedly. Um, and then he has counted, if I remember right, uh, well, not guilty to 34 charges or something. <laughs> That's how he pleaded. Uh, so just reading the Reuters article here. So it is a hush money, but uh, former President Donald Trump was charged on Tuesday... April 4th with 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in a historic case over the allegations that he orchestrated hush money payments to two women before the 2016 U.S. election to suppress publication of their sexual encounters with him. Uh, not guilty on all of it, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so I was sort of uh, against this indictment and this whole process. Not because I don't I think he's innocent or any of that. No. Of course he's fucking guilty. Um <laughs> But I, I just think this just empowers him. And also at the same time, I don't wanna get it into a space where America becomes we're gonna charge every president for every little thing. Cause you know, I we're gonna get into the Korea situation. Did I talk about this? I probably did before. Uh, or any other country where this happens. Now, some of you may be going like, oh, but Trump is the exception to the rule. You know, he got impeached twice. Uh, you know, he's been whatever. I just go like, okay, but you know, the other side, the right, the so-called right, the whatever, the alt-right, these nut jobs, to be honest. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene showing up to this thing where Mike Rappaport started yelling at her. And I'm just like, this this shit show needs to stop. And then this just emboldened him. And this just put him in a front runner status, in my view. Because I don't know how you top this shit. Other than, hey, he might go to, you know, prison or something. But I just go like, okay. Like, if it gets to that case, like, then what? You think he's like, you know, always Trumpers are gonna like all of a sudden like look at him differently? No, it's just going to embolden this motherfucker. So I'm just like, whatever, man. And I mean, it is an entertainment at this point. I, I just go, whatever. But I I am not sure what the, you know, the collateral damage of this in the years to come. Because, you know, at some point there will be a Republican president. And I am not sure what kind of Republican is going to get elected. Now, people are saying for a while, oh, Ron DeSantis is a front runner. And then I had a whole episode about, look, man, two years is a long fucking time to pick a, win- uh, you know, pick a nominee and then stay in that lane. And I'm about right. So, 
this is, you know, people calling Ron DeSantis front runner, all that shit. You know, his popularity is not as strong as it was, you know, a few months ago when the election was, uh, midterms were done last fall. But also, like, I don't know, his momentum, you know, slowed down. He hasn't announced that he's running. I really don't think he's going to announce until, you know, next year, 2024. I mean, what's the rush for him, right? It's like wait and see mode. Ideally, I would sit out if I were him. I don't see a benefit of running, especially heading, you know, going, you know, head to head against Trump. And usually I would say the opposite where like, hey, Barack Obama was a case like, hey, I thought he ran too early without credibility, but these opportunities don't come so often. In this case, as long as Trump is alive in that pact of the government party, it ain't going to work. You're you're facing an uphill batter. The never Trumper is not going to work. I don't care how many rich people and all that are going to be like, oh, you know, we'll back you, Ron DeSantis and all that shit. Is it going to move the moderates? You know, I don't fucking know. I mean, it might, but I'm like, it, it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like you're splitting that. Okay, let's say you're picking out of 100% of the vote count. 32 to 33% are going to be diehard Trumpers, right? Because that, that is always going to be the percentage that's like that. Now, are you good? So then you're left with maybe 17% of the remaining so called Republican votes. Now, you look at the Democrat side, and then they're not happy with Biden. All of a sudden, are you going to look at Ron DeSantis or whoever the moderate choice is, you know, for the no-nonsense fucking woke shit, you know, all that progressivism and all that shit? Though I am a progressive, I would say. Uh, but for the electivity, electability perspective, are you going to sway all of a sudden from that 30% or 20, 25 to 30%, let's say, and you're left with a 20% of the total votes? And you're going to somehow shift 30%, 31% of the liberal to moderate voters into you. I don't know if that's a feasible number to win. You need to win a significant number of Trumpers to win the general election. I don't know how much of that you can split out of 25 to that 33% of the Republican holding when you're out. Of that, so looking at those numbers, just doing the big, you know, initial projections of it, I wouldn't run if I were Ron DeSantis. I, you know, I saw in you know, Asa Hutchinson, the governor of Arkansas. No, not governor of Arkansas. Where, where did you see Alabama? No, I forgot what I forgot what the hell that was. Um, and uh, Nikki Haley is running. Hunter Pence is, you know, Hunter Pence. Mike Pence. Hunter Pence is a baseball player. Jesus Christ. Uh, Arkansas, former Arkansas governor Asa Hutchinson is running. I just look at him and then be like, I, I don't know, man. Like, what, what the fuck do they offer? Are they going to go toe-to-toe with Donald Trump? I think, you know, Sununu from New Hampshire was another one that's man- mentioned. But I just go like, I don't know, man. I just don't know. Like, you got to go ahead to Chris Christie might run according to bill maher you know chris christie personally told bill maher he's running and then go is gonna go one-on-one against trump i mean it's gonna be an entertaining fucking you know verbal battle that they're gonna go through but i just don't know you could just you cannot just kill that you know fever and then the fervor of these people at this point and so 
you know, and I think Trump is still a front runner. This, you know, indictment and arraignment that just happened, it's just gonna embolden that base. And no matter how what, you know, like Republicans are just as delusional, saying, "Oh no, we can overcome that." No, it's you're not gonna overcome. You know, even if you claw and scratch the votes, you know, like I I think you're gonna get hit with at least ten, twelve percent. Even if you move half of those, like ten, twelve percent of the total votes, that's that's just gonna write in Donald Trump. I think that's what's gonna happen. So. Yeah, there's that. There's my quick thought on the whole arraignment and all that situation. And then I know there are other charges that are apparently in the works in Georgia for all this, you know, voter, you know, like, find me 10,000 votes, 12,000 votes, all that shit. And, you know, Fox News is in a bit of a disarray with this uh, Dominion, you know, lawsuit asking for a billion dollars for defamation and just, you know, pure bullshit and misinformation. And then obviously the discovery session where all the evidences are being presented as to see what the hell is going to happen in a trial i think this is moving forward in a trial after all those discoveries came out where sean hannity you know tucker carlson and all those people were exposed as like they know this was bullshit and then they're just going with it and i'm sure the trial and then the deposition you know which uh, rupert murdoch also said yeah we know this is bullshit and he was not donald trump is nonsense but they still went with it for whatever the fucking reason uh you know it just it just puts in a heavily unfocused and disoriented position. But again, one year, year and a half is such a long fucking time in my view. You know what? We got about 15 months before the election. So I don't rule anything out. But I will say right now, I, I am still on that, you know, party that says, all right, I don't think anyone other than Trump is a front runner. And Ron DeSantis is not going to run until the very last minute, you know, probably later this year to get into whatever Iowa caucus, whatever that bullshit is, as if Iowa decides the country when none of those Iowa caucus winners went on to win the general election so far. So anyways, if you want to listen to more of that, and I'll go back and listen to my uh, what the fuck was that episode. I had it right here. Two years is a long fucking time. That's what I said. Uh, episode 296 from November 24th uh, The red wave that wasn't Go back and listen to that um, In the mean fucking time What else was I going to talk about 24th of November uh, Well I am going to be Out next week Going to Jamaica Never been to Caribbean And any of that So got a wedding Got to take care of that And then uh, So I'm going to pre-record the next episode I have a great episode for you I had this idea for a while it Just hit me I'm um, talking about a particular TV show and a TV writer that's been really popular. Um, so I'll talk about that. I'll talk about why this guy's writing has been writing and then just the show running has been weirdly successful. It has a wrestling inspiration in my view. I don't think anyone talked about. So that's going to be episode 316 next week. Is that 316 already? Am I fucking right? Speaking of wrestling, is that Austin 316? Oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Then I got an intro song ready for you for office episode 316. Um, so tune in for that. Uh, well, I, this is going to be more of a random jibble jibble, um, that I, I just have cause the uh, last three weeks I've been mostly focused on the hockey, why it's dying and all that shit. You know, as the NHL season is winding down this week, you were going into the playoffs. Um, as at the time of this recording, you know, the pride night, I got to update this fucking shit again, which is, uh, you know, the Maple Leafs, you know, uh, 
the Maple Leafs Pride Night was the April fourth, the the night of the recording here, and then they proceeded with it, proceeded with their thing where they're gonna wear a patch if I remember right on their helmet in the warm up. They didn't decide to wear the warm up jersey, but instead they just like uh, decide to wear the little sticker on their helmet. Um, and I I jo- action and then. Action Morgan Riley, the defenseman for the Leafs, said, uh, the action speaks louder than the words, especially in attire. I'm just like, I, I know this, this again, I'm gonna say this really is like bothering the shit out of me where I made a joke to my friend who said, hey, the Leafs are gonna have a sticker night instead of a jersey night. I was like, all right, but they're gonna still have the pride night celebration thing. Um, and then they flat out said, oh, uh, Ilya, Ilya Samsonov, Samsonov, the goalie for the Maple Leafs, is going to not wear the jersey tonight. You know, I, I just said this is a future headline. I said this morning. And guess the fuck what? He is. He didn't even have a fucking sticker on his helmet or whatever. And I go, thank you, Father Putin. And then the Leafs cited the whole, uh, you know, the new Russian law. Uh, you know, I, I, I just go like, all right. So I, I'm just going like, Alright, I don't understand why they keep caving into this. And then, oh, the St. Louis Blues will not wear the pride theme jersey for the warm-up jerseys. Again, it's a fucking warm-up. And uh, I just go, you know, like the, I'm going to call this out week after week at this point. Daryl Sutter, out of all the fucking people, did I say this last week? I probably did. I don't remember. I don't listen to my recording anymore because I just got used to this and I'm too so way fucking busy. Out of all the fucking people came out and said, yeah, this is ridiculous, and then he supports it. I was surprised to hear that from Daryl Sutter's mouth, out of all the fucking people. Hard nose, fucking working on a farm in Viking, Alberta, and all that shit, the Sutter farm. And this guy comes out and is such an inclusive guy. I, I have a whole new respect for him. Oh, is this a politics PK? And I'm like, no, it's just that he stands up for the right side of the history. Again, people look at this shit, it's like, I want to like get the politics out of my hockey. And all that shit. And I'm like, I'm reading the Facebook comments, you know, sections and the, the Leafs page with the whole Pride Night situation. I just go like, let me see who fucking said this. Usually a Caucasian, I'm sorry, the Anglo-Saxon Canadian, usually a cisgender male, you know? Old dude, probably a gray hair, white, probably the BMI of fucking 40, drinking too many Molson or the fucking Labatt Blue out there, you know? And then probably drive a Ford F-150, the sponsor of the Maple Leafs, you know, all that nonsense. And I'm just going like, okay. And then uh, some people are coming to I can't believe all the bigotry on this thing and getting into a fucking flame war, to be honest, which is fucking hilarious. And then the Leafs, for just 15 minutes ago, uh, decided to have a, hey, uh, amazing performances from Ad Vision Drag for the Pride game. And then they're like, LOL and all that shit. I'm like, all right, you know what? Whatever, man. You know, let, let them do it. And I number one, it's not a fucking priority in my view. Like why even in America you have this thing is like, oh get the drag out of our school. Yes, it's ridiculous to talk about, you know, two very young people. I agree with the conservatives in this sense. I go like, why the fuck are you like teaching fifty-three genders and all that shit to a bunch of seven year olds who haven't even figured themselves out, you know? <laughs> and then I just go, eh, yeah. A waste of time. They have a day good enough. 
What has this got to do with hockey? Only thing I can think of is Batman must be coming out of the closet. Jack Darch. All right, smart ass comment, Jack. But I'm just like, I I don't know. I I I don't know. Like, what is what is wrong with these old people? Oh, oh, I go to his Facebook page. Look at me doxing this shit. He has this thing with a caption that says, "We live in with the with the indigenous people, you know, costume kid. We live in a world where your kid cannot pretend to be an Indian." It's not Indian. The Indian is the one overseas. But anyways. But a grown man can pretend to be a woman. And this has nothing to do with the... Alright, whatever. I, I'm not gonna get into this fucking thing. Um, but you know. You look at the comment section and see this shit. I love like it, how this is like getting out all the bigots out of this thing. You know, including the players. Like the stalls I talked about. And then I'm like... You know, hockey players aren't the brightest. But I just go, Jesus Christ, Stahl Brothers. You're like, Stahl Brothers, I thought were going to be the, like the Sutter Brothers of this generation. But clearly, the Stahls are like way behind the times and the Sutters are. The whole irony is fucking delicious to me. Like, I would like to apply some fucking Omaha steak seasoning and then make a fucking medium steak, you know? And then be like, wow, that was, that was a lo- really, really juicy shit you gave me, Eric and Mark Stahl and Jordan. Like, grow Christian boys from where the fuck you are, from bumfuck Ontario. Like, what the fuck? You know, I won't watch tonight's game. Really? Henry Van Heck? Really? What kind of fucking maroon are you? Uh, I, I just go, I, I just go, man, Leafs fans are embarrassing. It's not the Leafs fans that are embarrassing. It's the entire hockey fucking community. I, I just go, you know. Just play the game instead with all the politics. Let's fucking forget Jackie Robinson and then the integration, okay? And then let's forget sport washing. We had to see. Forget going back to the 1936 Berlin Olympics. Let's just go to fucking live golf, uh, F1, uh, Qatar World Cup we just had, Sochi Olympics, or the Beijing Winter Games. Or even the Beijing Summer Games from fucking 15 years ago. Forget that. Get the politics out of the sports, right? Yeah, like sports is never a political thing. Absolutely. Is it? Makes me not want to watch the game. <laughs> Alright, Susie Gwunther. Right, like, do you watch a fucking warm-up? Like, who? Like, it's not a game. These people are fucking stupid. It's a warm-up jersey. How many times do I have to say this shit? These fucking morons. Uh, let me see other comments. Oh, uh, this comment's coming. Funny. I bet everyone who vows they're not, quote, watching the game are still gonna watch the game tonight. I was like, yes, absolutely. Of course they will. Can't we just watch the fucking Leafs play hockey for hockey for fuck's sake? Robert R. Woods, not the receiver. Uh, yeah. The only pride I want to see is when they're proud to be Stanley Cup champions. Uh, you know what? I, I... I like this comment. <laughs> it's fucking funny. <laughs> I'll give that one. Uh, makes me proud even to love these men. Yeah, go for it. Why are they const- Why is it constantly pushed on people? What is being pushed on people? Like Luann Weir. What? 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 Why is this? Why is it constantly being pushed? Like. What? Okay. It- Let's reverse the situation. If, if you feel like you're being oppressed and we decided to have a fucking awareness night, a warm-up jersey, like, are you going to say, hey, why do you keep pushing us? You know, I, I, 
like they have every different kind of night. And then like, oh, you just already have one day. And I'm like, yes, it is one fucking night on a warm up jersey. And then like a little bit of moments here and there. Like, why is it that Luan and all these fucking white people are like, oh, you already have a day. Deal with it. And I'm like, you know, it should be every day. And I'm sure it's like that whole argument, like every life matters. And I'm like, you fucking people missed a point. But you know what? That also always came with that lack of empathy these people have. I have empathy for these fucking morons, the Anglo-Saxon morons, which I just go, I get it because you're not me. You're not the gay person. You're not the transgender person. You're not the actual Indian. You're not the actual indigenous person. So how the fuck would you know? You're not the one with a fucking clam if you're a guy, okay? So, I get the empathy from that point because you don't have any of these things from the point of the real oppression over fucking century in this fucking continent. I get it. So, we're just asking for empathy when we have these awareness night of events. Now, I talked about in this fucking show about we have way too many fucking awarenesses. I talked about this three years ago. I didn't realize that, like, what was it? April is also the Parkinson's disease awareness month. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, Muhammad Ali. Uh, <laughs> but that's what it is. It, you're not pushing. You're like, I don't understand. It's like, it's like pushing onto you to, like, do something. Like, oh, my God. Oh, Robbie Richards comment. This might be good. I find it kind of crazy how people say to keep politics out of sports when it has nothing to do with politics. Loving someone for who they are isn't politics. The ones who say that are the ones that, the ones who make this into a political issue. It's weird that they get so pressed about this, but don't bat an eye about the national anthems being sung at every game, which is in fact a political thing. Totally with Robbie here. I'm liking this fucking comment. Because I always said, get the fucking national anthem out of the sporting events. I said that in the very first fucking episode of this thing. When the Kaepernick kneeling shit came about. I go like, nobody fucking sings national anthem in Europe? Who gives a shit? Why? Why do I have to like pledge an allegiance before every fucking hockey game? I'm here to watch a game, you know? But for some reason, the Veterans Night is okay. Do you ever see a fucking comment... You know, going like for military night, appreciation night, which the Leafs always have. You know, the Jays have it every Sunday. Get the Canadian veteran up there to hold a jersey. You know, all that stuff. Do you ever hear going like, get the politics out of this thing. I don't want to hear about Afghanistan or a Somalia UN peacekeeping mission. No, where are those morons now? Where are these patriots all of a sudden? You know, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear about fucking another war of America going into imposing their fucking will. The military, industrial military complex that we talked about since World War II. Where the fuck is that people? Right? The hypocrisy is amazing. But anyways, I can't go into the wormhole of this. But I want to bring it to the attention for the fucking fourth straight week, actually. Fifth straight week on this shit. Before I go to Jamaica and I go to Rastafarian and then say fuck it Yaman and then forget this shit. I'm sorry if I sounded like I appropriated the Jamaican accent. I did not. I did not. Fucking take a joke, you fucking woke asshole. Uh, But anyways, I'll see you back from uh, Jamaica in about a couple weeks. You'll have a good recorded episode next week. Anyways, have a great rest of the week. And then, uh, you know, happy early Easter. I'm not Christian, but I celebrate the Easter. We have an egg shortage, but who gives a fuck? 
go find the Easter Bunny and the his uh his or her or Z's or Z's days fucking eggs out there. All right, peace out. <laughs>